0: In our last session, we discussed uh, the Torah's advice in a situation where a person feels they were hurt by another person uh, to avoid specifically uh, transgressing (coughs) the prohibition against (coughs) hatred that experience shouldn't cause you to have hatred against your fellow man and we found the various commentaries Feskuni and Orachayim apparently learning that we're dealing with a situation where there could very well be room to judge the person favorably. And we just wanted to return to uh, see very clearly in the Orachayim how this is clearly the case. It's a situation where there is room for the person to explain himself. And the Orachayim spells out that the Torah is saying you should not attribute a wrongdoing to the other person, but rather judge him favorably and speak to him about it and one of two results will come out either he will explain how really he did nothing wrong, how there was a misunderstanding, or he will regret his wrongdoing and he will apologize he will ask your forgiveness, and through that the matter will be settled favorably and the uh, very uh, fascinating concept is that although elsewhere generally speaking we find that a person is obligated to give a fellow Jew the benefit of the doubt in a situation where certainly there is an ample basis to them favorably it seems that in this situation the concern of coming to hatred is of such a extreme value such a high priority to make sure that a situation of ill feeling should not develop the Torah is advising us to not even rely on our own capacity, our own dependent ability to judge favorably, but to take the opportunity to speak to the person and to gain the fullness of the proper help of the person who can provide, from his own personal testimony, to explain how he did nothing wrong, and in the case that's indeed uh, that wasn't the case, that he'll be able to apologize. And uh, this is something that I think is uh, quite a, uh, a uh, not well known, and maybe not even not York, even be certain that it is. Uh, absolutely uh, accepted la but it's something that's definitely worth being aware of and to, uh, to make use of if, if necessary. Um, at the very least, there would be ample basis for the person who's being approached not to uh, be insulted in any way, not to have a, uh, a uh, objection, why don't you just judge me favorably? We can respond, well, we see from many of the great commentaries of the Torah, that this is the proper approach to take, to not rely on our own capacity, maybe we will fail, maybe we won't be so certain about it, maybe some ill feelings could still creep in, and to have an open and honest and trusting discussion where you accept the person's explanation or apology. That's uh, the explanation of Or HaKhaim and others, as we mentioned. In the Rambam, we see something different and something also quite amazing. The Rambam seemingly is learning that this situation is one where it's quite clear that what the person did was wrong. But the Rambam uh, describes the direction of the Torah to speak to the person as not merely advice as a way of not falling into hatred, but actually an independent positive commandment. The Rambam says clearly, Mitzvah, it is a positive commandment, Lahidio, to make known to the person and to say to him, Lobo There is a an expression of a question I I assume that's less accusatory, it's maybe allowing some room for explanation, but essentially it's speaking in a case where it's quite clear to you. And yet, you should approach him and say to say to him, "Why did you do this? Why did you sin against me?" And the Rambam continues, as, as the pasuk says, "You should discuss with your fellow man." If he if he repents and he asks for forgiveness sincerely, you should forgive him. You should not be cruel and hold back the forgiveness, as we find that. When Abimalach, the king, acted wrongfully towards Avram Avidu, our forefather, he forgave him and he prayed to Hashem on his behalf that he should be spared any any suffering. So the is clearly learning that the situation where it is evident that the person has wronged me, but he describes that advice of the Torah is not just advice, but as a clear commandment to go to speak to him and to work this out, so to speak. And in a certain sense, we could ask, um, what is the source of this? In fact, the Amma himself, from the same postage of to brings the well-known concept, which is also a mitzvah, that one sees his fellow Jew straying from the proper path to go to speak to him and to bring him back and to influence him positively, and the Rambam even spells out, it's quite amazing, that whether he's speaking to the person about his own religious observance, or whether he's speaking to him about a matter that involves the two of them, one with the other, he should make known to the person that he's intending for his benefit. should speak to him calmly, soft expression, and say to him, make known to him, that he's only saying it to him for his benefit. He should merit the world to come, and not have any any, uh, negative account to be held against him. So, perhaps this can help us to understand what is really the source of these two forms of this mitzvah. It would seem like they're two distinct forms, but in truth they really come down to the same thing because it's not only for my own sake, to avoid uh, my own, uh, perhaps, uh, temptation, so to speak, to come to the hatred against the person, but the person who I was speaking to was also the beneficiary. If he wronged me, then he has, he has done wrong. And the same way that I'm supposed to help him with his own personal affairs, I should want to help him, even if I was the party who was hurt, he needs to receive forgiveness from the Almighty needs to receive forgiveness from the person who he hurt and that can only be achieved if there's a real human discussion where I ask him and I say to him, why did you hurt me? And he will understand that it was wrong and he will feel remorse for it and he'll be able to relate to me and cause me to be able to forgive him, it's a sincere apology. So essentially that approach has to be one of, of course, respecting my own needs but at the same time as the Ramam clearly spells out to be concerned for his welfare, for his spiritual welfare, that there should be no lasting account that he will be guilty of. And in that way, we could understand very well how both forms, both of these uh, types of approach to a person can be just derived from the Pasuk of where the Torah is joining us to speak to our fellow man, whether it's for our own interaction or for his personal need and in that way we'll achieve the greatest peace and harmony among people and people with their creator may should help us to be so successful